As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's up, party people, and welcome to Countdown to Classic. Back again, guys. I don't really have any rhyme or reason to how we're doing things at the moment. Zombie Countdown lives on in this odd iteration of the show that I'm doing sort of in between Countdown to Classic and the next iteration of the show, which will be the Burning Crusade podcast. Now, I don't have a release date for these episodes or anything, so I don't want to sort of hold myself down to anything but as you can see it's been about a week since you last heard from me the next one will come in about a week but I don't want to give you a a particular day or anything to hang out for extra episodes from me so just you'll get something when I kind of feel the mood and when I've recorded something worth listening to and today is one of those days I was really really happy to be able to sit down with a content creator that so many of you will be so familiar with and that is of course Willie and Willie and I sat down for about an hour over the weekend and had a really nice chat about uh, WoW Classic and the Burning Crusade and content creation. So I really do hope you enjoy getting to know him a little bit better, hearing a bit more about the man behind the videos, and just obviously hearing some chat about World of Warcraft Classic for a little bit. And guys, you'll hear me again. The whole point of this is I'm, I'm getting my sea legs back. I'm stretching out the muscles and getting back into mid-season form, hopefully with podcasting. So look for more for me in the future and just be a little bit patient with me as I strive to get, you know, better and better and back to where I was and hopefully even improving on that. So please do enjoy everyone. And I can't wait to hear from uh, you on what you think of the episode. Don't forget you can talk to everyone you hear on the show, including me, through the show's Discord. Um, There's a link in the show notes. And also there's the Burning Crusade subreddit that I moderate with a bunch of the Countdown to Classic moderators. So please come and join us there. It's r slash classicwowtbc. 
Um, We'd love to hear from all of you. Join in on the fun and the conversations. And also just remember everyone that all of these recordings are recorded live over on my Twitch channel. So please do come and throw the channel a follow so that you get the notification when these recordings are happening and you can jump in and you can ask some questions of your own of the guests. So if you want to get involved, that's a great way to do it. Twitch.tv slash Josh Corbett, J-O-S-H-C-O-R-B-E-T-T. So with all that out of the way, please do enjoy this chat with Willie. All right, it's time for another countdown to Classic Call. And we're speaking with someone who I must admit I have been absolutely just hoping to speak to so much. And it's someone who, you know, I really look up to as a content creator. And, you know, it's such a funny game, the content creation game. And I watch this person along with all of you. Every time their video comes out, I get the notification. I go and watch it as soon as I can. And I really enjoy it. And I couldn't be happier that they're here talking with me today. So please, a big countdown to classic welcome to Willie. Mate, how are you? Hey, uh, thanks so much for having me on. It's uh, pretty amazing to be here. I remember seeing the podcast back from the early days before Classic as well. You know, the long list of people you've had. I look through the callers on Discord and yeah, definitely happy to finally be on as well. Mate, I've no doubt um, you're going to have a bunch of things to say that uh, I'll be hanging on every word. So you're going to be just as great as some of the past callers, I'm sure. But it's... um, it's funny to to be sitting down here with you and having a chat because, you know, here we are just the other day having celebrated WoW Classic's first year anniversary. And I know that you released a video for that. A whole bunch of content creators released their videos and paid their, their homage, if you will, to WoW's first anniversary. And... You know, the, the a couple of guilds that uh, were, were spawned from the podcast had their big guild events again to celebrate. And it is a very, very positive time in WoW. AQ just came out. Everyone's happy that, yeah, we're here after one year. That's still great. And I, I guess I just wanted to pick your brain on that. I know you explained it in your video on that first year anniversary. But to be honest, are you any in any way surprised that the game is doing as well as it is after one year um i think to some extent a bit yeah if i'm honest mm. um i thought there'd be well as everyone did and indeed there was at launch just an absolutely enormous amount of people flooding at the very start of the game and i think a lot of people expect a rather quick drop off after that but it turned out to be quite the opposite i think we're still messing about with layering certain realms to this day i mm. believe you're on aragul so you'll be very familiar with that at the moment yeah absolutely <laughs> if, well, uh, if that's still ongoing uh, well i I'll, I'll butt in there and just say it's funny because we did a podcast on it just the other day in my my oh, yeah. sort of half-assed return to podcasting after six months away because i was really i was a little bit upset about the aragul situation so i thought i'd go into bat for, for my boys on that server even though i'm not playing on that server as much anymore i'm funnily enough i'm, I'm doing what you uh, are doing willie you mentioned in your latest video i believe where you said you've, you've actually gravitated a bit more towards pve servers recently just to mix it up a bit i'm doing the exact same thing so i'm not spending as much time on aragul but i wanted to go in and, and get the the say in for the boys and it's funny because the the boys mentioned during the call um, that it seems like a ghost uh, population cap increase came in. So it's not that they yeah. uh, did uh, anything with the layers. They just changed the cap. So at least there's no cues for now. So it's something. It's the main thing. As long as, long as you can actually 
you know, log in at any time of the day without thinking, oh, it's 3 p.m., better uh, better get well fired up, got a raid in three hours, <laughs> or whatever mm. it may be. Mm. But, um, yeah, in terms of the game after after a year, it's still doing tremendously well. Um, I suppose with any version of WoW, it's always a bit cyclical with people returning for patches and so on. But, um, yeah, definitely more so than I expected. And we're going to uh, continue on a very strong onwards trend, which will no doubt get onto a bit later as well. Absolutely. And, and you've read my mind. Don't worry. We're, we're definitely getting there because I'd love to pick yeah. your brain in terms of what uh, is to come further down the road. But I, I'm with you in that if I'm in my heart of hearts being honest about um, the state of the game as it is right now. And I'm going to have a, a frequent caller of the show, Ale, come on next week and, and talk a bit more about some very constructive criticism on where we are after one year. But I am still a little, only a tiny bit surprised that the amount of players that have are still there, uh, that have stuck around are still there. I thought we'd have a little bit more attrition by now. And I know that AQ is the time when you start to see attrition. I've, I've talked with some um some of the countdown guilds as well. They'll be on this episode of the podcast as well, talking about, yeah, sure, we've lost some members along the way, but for the most part, we're going pretty fucking strong and we can't complain. So that's great to see. And I think that is the general feeling. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, absolutely. It's um, incredible, really. Um, not only that, but when you compare it with you know, all the different ways that Blizzard have tried to incentivize, you know, different player paths on the retail version of the game, the classic sort of, uh, it's a lot more linear hmm. kind of thing. You, uh, you know, you level, PvP, you raid, farm gold. And in between that, there's not too much. And yeah, it, you know, it still manages to retain such a strong, like, breadth of players and hmm. instead of just, you know, the, the overall number across, you know, more casual players, the hardcore raiding side, uh, yeah, the whole thing. And it's just retained a fantastically larger number amount of players so yeah couldn't be happy with it really i I, and you might fall into this crowd willie but i mean i was i don't want to say somewhat skeptical but i would have a a light laugh every time on the show someone would say like i i just want to play this game for the rest of my life i just i just want to play vanilla wow for the rest of my life i want to play it for years and years and years to come and I, i was sort of like oh surely that's a tongue in cheek statement but you come around now to private server players who you know, many of them may have been playing a, a version of Vanilla WoWs, you know, for the last 10 years, who knows? And now here we are with WoW Classic, giving them the option to keep going and keep going and keep going. And it seems to be that there, there will be players who one day will wake up and say, you know, I've been playing WoW Classic or TBC or whatever for 20 fucking years. And I guess that is a testament to the appeal of the game. And it, it, is it something that, I know you love with such a great passion. I mean, how long could you see yourself realistically just being dedicated to to this game or the the classic franchise? I mean, for me, what in terms of personally, I well, and personally, and both on the YouTube side, I just follow the progression of the uh, whatever happens with the classic server. Hmm. Uh, that's what I'd like to do best. I, funnily enough, I'm not someone that's played private servers uh, ever, really. Okay. Before the actual before the actual announcement, uh, at which point I did look into it a bit, just uh, out of interest prior, sort of, sort of in the hype phase. Um, but yeah, I, I couldn't imagine like, personally playing it again and again and again, unless it has sort of this long period of time between it. Because I played back during the I started in the end of vanilla, hmm. and then have been you know with the game since then. But uh, 
yeah, I do know a lot of people who have played on numerous private servers as well. Hmm. Uh, being on Gehenna's, which you know, saves and so on, all these other guilds which are come from the private server scene, it, who it, have played so many servers. Hmm. I, I couldn't imagine doing it personally, but yeah, you know, I get. I think it starts to become a bit of a community thing. Like you know, you play the game with these people, even though you're sort of doing the same thing again and again. It's you just like playing with them, so you carry on doing it, and they're the ones that get you the results. Mate, it's interesting. It's interesting to hear you say that because um, I did get the impression that you've done a video or two here and there, also about retail WoW, and I've no doubt a lot of people listening to this show um, also happen to dabble in a bit of retail on the side, and then you know, absolutely go nuts. Um, very different game, different things will appeal to to people. I, I've tried to get into myself again recently, um, but. I would have to ask, are you still, you know, like I say, dabbling in retail on the side every now and again? Is is when you, you say you weren't playing private servers all those years leading up to Classic, were you just playing retail still? Always, yeah. I'd, um, I'd be a bit on and off. I'd uh, hop between WoW and other games. It's sort of my interest ebb and flowed. But um, in terms of the retail game at the moment, ever since Classic's come out, I've touched on it very little, actually. Mm. Uh, I did raid... Uh, a, a guild there that's going into Shadowlands now um, may or may not be part of, depending on how much time I have. I mean, I'd like to raid and retail <laughs> again because mythic raiding is fun and a challenge, hmm. which is uh, not something we have in Classic, unfortunately. Right. Uh, it's not an area of the game like um, it, it's different. But yeah, with retail, I've pretty much played it the whole way through um, up to Classic, especially with the corruption system and all the storyline at the end of BFA. I sort of Saw the end of expansion cinematic, and I was like, "Yeah, I, I can give this a miss." Actually, mm. <laughs> wasn't too fussed about it, and the gearing's just become a total mess. And I don't know; I'm just waiting for them to like nuke the whole thing and give us Shadowlands at this point. Mm. Well, I mean, that's kind of what I wanted to follow up with because I feel like you'd have a relatively, you know, um, different perspective from the average classic fan if you will because i mean i i don't know i term the average classic fan as someone who probably has had a, a round or two with a private server um you know they're a little bit more um not to say that you're not you're absolutely a hardcore player but a little bit more sweaty a little bit more private servery based and and that's sort of for me what i feel like is is uh, makes up a, a great deal of the classic player base as opposed to those who have been waiting and waiting and waiting, played retail the whole time and then made the switch over to classic once um, it came out and ditched BFA or what have you. But would you say that, granted, you're a huge classic fan and you've just said that you weren't playing retail really much at all over the last expansion, was that much more so, oh, because I love classic and adore it or was it also a little bit of well, this latest expansion, BFA, just was not it. And that's why I was happily, you know, that's why I happily walked away. Um, I think it's definitely a, a little bit of both. Which is a, I don't know, hopefully I don't give the answer too much. But um, at the start of Classic, yeah, and, you know, everything I wanted it to be, I mean, Phase 1 and sort of up to the start of Phase 2, a PvP server, being an alliance, uh, that wasn't too much fun. Hmm. But for the most part, yeah, it's been because I'd prefer to play classic and I do set myself quite a few goals in game as well, which um, just happens to take a very long amount of time. Uh, as opposed to the retail game, um, that's all about raiding for me. That's all I really care about. Hmm. 
Uh, you know, I'm not big on the collections or the mounts, the achievements, PvP side of it. I just I just raid. That's mm-hmm. what I do on retail. And if I couldn't, and I also I want to raid in classics. What the biggest reason uh, I want to play classic and TBC moving forwards eventually uh, is for the raiding side because I never did raid in either of these versions of the game. Ah, oh, just like even me. It may not be. Yeah. So even though it may not be exactly how it was back then, it's still somewhat akin to the experience, the gear progression, and so mm. on. And uh, that's something I'm part of. Um, whereas on retail, if I so I have a guild on retail. Um, they've got their rating days. I've got rating days on classic. If they don't match up. I'll stick with classic, basically. Hmm. Well, mate, just just one last point on retail. Um, as we're sort of going down this tangent, obviously, you know, classic podcast and everything. We're going to talk a lot of classic, but just one key word there that you said that piqued my interest, and that was Shadowlands, because you actually said something that I feel comes up so often in terms of when we look into the, you know, what the retail player is, is looking for, you know, sometimes I refer to it as, you know, tongue in cheek, chasing the dragon with world of Warcraft these days, because you mentioned that you're ready for, for Shadowlands to come along and just, you know, effectively save you from BFA. And I feel like the last few expansions that have come with retail, you do hear this from the player base in that this will be the one, this will be the one. Oh no, this one will be the the, the good one that will take us back to oh the boy. glory days. And and now oh I understand that we're not that far away from Legion, which, you know, Legion was celebrated. Everyone loved that one. And, and that's, you know, not in the too distant past, but... I, I am skeptical myself because I, I played BFA, albeit for about three and a half seconds, but I jumped in and went, no, this isn't it. This isn't it. And I'm not finding myself getting swelled up by the potential of what could be with Shadowlands like a lot of other people are. So if, if I could have asked, there's no judgment or anything, but but what is it about Shadowlands that you think this could be the one? Or do you kind of understand a little bit what I'm saying about the cycle of, of uh, being beaten down a yeah. little bit? I mean, literally everything in MMOs, don't they? And you see, you've seen the classic of raids being like, oh, well, that's easy. Wait for AQ. Well, that's quite easy. Wait for Nax Ramus. And it's the same with expansions, really. Um, sort of the next one is always expected to be the big, great thing. Um, I don't know what it is particular. I think I just pretty much try every expansion at least to see what they do in terms of class changes. <clears throat> uh, so that's one of the things I'm most interested in. Uh, they're interested, pinging quite a lot of new different systems to build your character out. I want to see how those work, whether they actually can get the balancing right, because they've done something like that in the past. And with uh, the start of Legion and Mythic Plus gearing, and the first raid tier was cleared in 18 hours. So um, kind of skeptical that's going to happen with the first tier in Shadowlands because there's so many variables to balance. Um, in either event, I pretty much give any WoW expansion a go, though I am somewhat skeptical of it i mean shadowlands specifically when it was first announced and they said things like you know rogue's gonna have poisons uh paladins are gonna have auras again warlock's gonna have curses um it did feel a bit pandering kind of thing to the classic crowd Mm. because functionally if you give a paladin auras put a macro on your mount that puts crusade aura on you know it's not changing the game yeah 
I, I um, think I just on that one, I think they're treading a dangerous path with this little bit of gravitation towards the, the classic feel in the modern game because I think ultimately what may wind up happening is once again, Blizzard will be trying to please everyone and ultimately might wind up pleasing no one. So, no, I mean, I say that that's very extreme. Obviously, a lot of people love World of Warcraft, but I mean, in terms of just rather than picking exactly what you want to do, pick your flavor, pick your crowd and just drive towards them. This this blanket kind of a little bit of everything for everyone, it seems to be, I don't know if it'll work, but we'll see. Yeah, it's... um. Well, they're trying new things, and I can never, never fault them for trying new things. Yeah. That's how good things happen. So I'm happy to see that, at least. You know, uh, whether it's it or not, I'd probably play it regardless. I mean, look at how Warlords of Draenor was received. And then, uh, you know, a few months down the line, it was quite the opposite. So mm. you just never really know. It, it could be underwhelming. It could be expected to be underwhelming. I think Legion was expected to be underwhelming, and mm. I thought Legion was really good overall. Mm. Um so you, you just don't know. I mean, we've got the old, you know, we've got Team A on one expansion, Team B on the other, mm. and this is this is an A team expansion. So well, let's now, see how it goes. In a scant few years, mate, you might be playing WOD Classic. You never know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's the thing. That's scary, isn't it? Well, let's bring back garrisons. <laughs> let's go down that that path because you mentioned some things there that. Um, I also heard in one of your latest videos, and and I haven't said it yet, everyone, but I've just been talking about Willie as if I presume that you all know who he is, because I mean he's he's my favorite classic content creator, so I shouldn't just presume. I mean, for God's sakes, if you haven't seen Willie on YouTube, go and subscribe to him. Go and watch his six million videos about classic that are absolutely fantastic. Um, you know, I, I really do mean it when I, I say I, I can't vouch for this man's content enough. But Willie, in your in one of your latest videos, you talked about um, you know, the the prospect of Burning Crusade. And uh I, I guess I might jump there first and we'll circle back around on what we're getting in classic at the moment now, a little bit later on a little bit later on. But you said something really interesting to me because um, I guess I should ask this first. Before we talk about the ins and outs of TBC Classic, are you on the 100% it is coming train or are you a little bit more dubious? Um, yeah, 100%. <laughs> Very good. That'd be mad not to. Yeah, as far as I'm concerned, that's the right answer. So I, honestly, if, if I hear anyone that's like kind of like, oh, I don't know, you're mad, you're mad. They're doing it. Yeah, Trust me, they're doing it. I was just having it. a little think and I was like, why am I thinking? <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Yeah, Happen for sure. Now, now that I know that, um, mate, you raise some really, really interesting issues um, that that I felt could have could warrant even a deeper dive, which I've no doubt we'll get on your channel in time. And and you know, all the content creators will be talking about it. But we've moved past this issue of changes versus no changes with classic, and that dominated you know the headlines, if you will, in the lead up to classic. And now here we are going through essentially the same thing all over again as we discuss the potential of the Burning Crusade classic. And I think that you raised, I, I feel like, tell me if I'm wrong, you were advocating for embracing much more of a pro-changes attitude towards the Burning Crusade. Is that a fair assessment of your stance at the moment? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I'm with you. I, I'm 
a hundred percent with you because I was no changes all the way through classic and over time. And I know there are people out there who feel the same as us who, and, and I would actually, if I had to bet on it, because I do like a bet because I'm an Australian who's sitting here drinking a beer while we're, we're, you know, I'm a drunken gambling Australian. If I had to do, take a drunken gamble, I would say that probably the majority of the player base might be with us in that. Yeah. Maybe changes might be worth considering for burning crusade as opposed to what we had in classic. And not to say that any of this would ever see the light of day, because I think that Blizzard's game at this point is playing it safe, so to speak. Um, I really feel that if they did happen to turn around and go, you know what, let's get crazy, baby. Let's start changing stuff with the classes. Let's start changing some of the numbers. Oh, d- Wait, what? Warlocks were number one? Well, you know, maybe we'll rethink that and retool some things and mix it up a bit. Like you said, what happened if you turned around one day and the Elemental Shaman was top DPS up there with like, you know, the other class? Like you mentioned, you made the Rogue comparison, but I was like, yeah, what if they just fucked with everything? I would actually secretly love that. It would be so cool. And it'd make people want to play more as well. So if you, if you see suddenly like Elemental Shaman is the new hot thing, you know what happened back in uh, Wrath of the Lich King where each patch was like a fresh new set of gear, like whatever you had before, you throw it in the bin, go get badge gear. And people, people re-rolled all the time, and classics more linear gear-wise, but people would re-roll to play the new thing. Yeah. Um, I think that the possible scope for changes in TBC is enormous, more so than classic. Um uh, how so? If, 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 I, if I can interrupt, yes. mate, sorry. If if I can get you to go into detail, what, what do you mean, how so? What, what do you think by the, the, the scope? Um, well, just the things that could be, just the number of things that could be changed and for it to sort of make sense without trying to add things on. So when you talk about changes mm. or, you know, bringing something new to classes or rebalancing them, um, you know, it, it doesn't have to be, oh, just, I don't know, give give Paladins Divine Storm, hmm. uh, give Warriors Blade Storm, you know, it, it doesn't have to be just tacking on abilities from our later expansions. But, you know, it, uh, change around the numbers, how, what, you know, what values of attack power they get from strength, uh, what numbers actually go into making, you know, that class improve and so on, the talents, uh, the itemization, weapons and so on. It can be done all within sort of the own, the own bubble of the game. Um, in TBC, I think there's sort of already a more complete version of the game. It's better balanced. It's <laughs> far from perfect. Uh, so it's a better standpoint to start from anyway. And um, yeah, I just, I just think it could, it could fit mm. the format very well. Mm. It's, um, it's funny when we talk about class balance because I've been uh, very pessimistic uh, when people sort of when we do bitch and moan about certain aspects of classic, obviously the knee-jerk reaction from the naysayers would be to invoke the, well, you know, you think you do, but you don't. You guys, you know, cried out at Jay Allen Brack when he said, you think you do, but you don't. Um, and now here you are complaining about aspects of the game that you campaigned for um, to no end. And I feel that when we when we talk about that, there are – a lot of the things that I think was the reasoning behind Brack making that statement were were wrong, and it's been proven wrong due to the popularity of Classic WoW. However, 
There are certain sides to that argument that I think he was correct on. And one of them is one that's raised by you in one of your videos and a very, very poignant statement and something that's felt by many MMO players when you said, it's not something, sorry, it's you don't need perfect balance in an MMORPG. You need active balance. And it's funny that we all signed up for a game that will receive no active balancing whatsoever in any aspect over the course of, you know, two years. And if we yep. all if we all sign up for the Burning Crusade Classic, we would presume once again we are signing up for no active balancing outside of sorry, you know, obviously the 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 official changes that we know are coming with the Burning Crusade. What we what we what I mean is no tinkering with it outside of that. We know the roadmap, so I think it's really important to kind of say well when we talk about the concept of active balancing, it would be fun interesting and maybe even necessary to you know retain a player base to just go in there and try and mix it up and i do wonder if the devs would have the to put it in a crude way the balls to to, to go for it yeah i mean it's it's a tough one i mean the blizzard we had before the classic launch and blizzard a few months down the line are were two totally different things if i'm completely honest and a lot of people bring up that oh you know it'll be effort so they won't do it whenever it comes to changing anything but yeah the amount of possibility there is changing tpc in terms of classic could be amazing uh i mean like you say we you know we all signed up for this sort of static never change warrior good hybrid class dts bad for however long it may be then we go on to TBC and it's like, all right, Warlock Hunter, good, you know, and so on and so forth. And that's the way it's always going to be. But yeah, we, I think at least with each phase, you can take a look at who's performing well, who's performing not so well, mm. and uh, switch things up based upon that. I mean, for Classic, we're on 1.12, and 1.12 says TBC pre-patch was where class changes came into TBC, I think that was. Like four months, I believe. Mm. So this one, this iterational classic was class balance for about four months or so. And that's what we're basing the entire thing on, like well over a year worth of content, when in fact it's just more of a snapshot. Um, I mean, having no class balance in MMO is just weird. Mm, it is. <laughs> Basically, it is. It's, yeah. it's not It's not. It's not. vanilla-like, it's not Blizz-like, mm. it's not MMO-like. Mm. It's just weird. Yeah. I mean, the... It's, it's fine if some classes at the top for a bit, you know, that's uh that's not perfect balance, but at some point they should be brought down, hmm. which is active balance. You know, um, I think it's been a bit, a bit more of a learning point throughout classic that, uh, it, you know, it can be a good thing. It could be an interesting thing, but whether they will actually do it and enough people ask for them to do it is another. Hmm. It's it's definitely been weird. That's a great way to put it. It's it's not been game breaking. We're all still subbed. We're all still enjoying the game, but it's been an oddity at best for sure. Um, if if I were to ask you, mate, do you think that at a minimum, let's say Blizzard said no, 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 we're not going to go in and start coming up with our own numbers and trying to you know rebalance the game that this you know the way that the team today wants to do it. But 
how about we meet you halfway? And like you didn't get with Classic, what if we gave you a patch progression for TBC? So you wouldn't start in 2.4.3. We'll have you start a little earlier and you can go through all the changes that you went through through TBC. Is that something you'd be interested in as, as like a, a minimum effort in terms of active balance or do you feel that, nah, I don't know about that? Um, I think it would make the content a bit more fitting to where it would have been, but it's a bit 50-50. I'd rather they you know start on the last patch and balance their own, if I'm honest, if I had to pick one. Um, so the progression throughout patch after patch would be better than never having anything. And, you know, it'd bring up certain points where classes were able to do silly things because they're just overpowered. So that'd be more interesting than never having any changes. But uh, between that and last patch and active different balancing from that, I think that would be the more interesting option. Mm. Now, mate, just to, to, to close off on this TBC angle that we're going down, um, you mentioned that, you know, just like me, you didn't raid back in the day and, and obviously you're, you're fulfilling a lot of the dreams that you had back then now through classic if tbc classic were to come what are you most excited about would it simply be doing those raids or is there a lot is there a lot more on top of that i think it'd just mainly be the raiding side for me though there is there is that part of me that i always actually made a point to change my main every single expansion i would say like okay i'll play this class for a bit now i'm going to change it up and I would do that for the majority of the expansion. So I never had a, I never had a main, right? I never had that character with like, who had all the stuff, you know, in one place mm. um, that you can say you play frequently. So that's another thing I want to get out of it. I want to sort of have a, have a main, you know, who's you can say, you know, I've basically done everything I set out to do in classic and then TBC comes out, you know, I'm going to do everything I want to do here as well without having like this random scattering of different characters who have, one will have exalted with this and the one will have it with that or you know have done this set of gear and so on so i think that's uh, that's definitely part of it for me as well mate correct me if i'm wrong are you a warlock main yep right so you must i mean a lot of people picked warlocks for the potential of tbc is this a happy accident for you are you very excited about what's to happen with your class if we go there uh be pretty good i mean Hey, I mean, imagine there's going to be suddenly a lot of competition. Yeah. With how, uh, I mean, if you look at server demographics for Classic, about at least from uh, Ironforge.pro, which I referenced quite a bit in my videos, over 30 to 35% of every single service population is Warrior Mage. Mm. Okay, because they do big numbers. So imagine that's going to flip around and be Hunter, uh, Warlock. Warlock Hunter. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. Um, so yeah, it's exciting. But at the same time, if hey, if I was if I was the king of DPS for phase one or two, and then they took me down phase three, that'd be cool. I don't mind. <laughs> I mean, that's I mean, I'll, uh, I'll take that. But that that's a good attitude to have, I think, in terms of you know, it's the greater good rather than what just works for you. Because if 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 class balance comes into effect, um, do whatever you need. I mean, I, I'm I I think I'm a lot more like you in terms of. Um, I don't need to see my name and, you know, I say this because I'm a horrible player as well, so it's never near yeah. there, but I don't need to see my name near the top of the DPS chart. I just want to have fun. Um, yeah. now granted, I completely respect that a lot of people feel the opposite way. They're like, no, I'm, I'm here to perform. 
And uh, I guess it's just horses for courses at the end of the day, but we'll, we'll see what comes. But mate, focusing a bit more on, on the present rather than looking towards the future, um, we're running through, well, you know, you're, I'm not, I've, I've stopped rating at this point, but you're, you're running through AQ, you're living all the, like we said, all the uh, fantasies that you wanted to live back in the day. Um, how are you enjoying rating AQ at the moment that, you know, a younger version of Willie uh, would have killed to have seen? Yeah, it's, um, I like it. I like the rating side. It's different overall from what I'm expected or what I had expected. Um, I like I like the sort of size of the place and the fact that you get a mount to actually run through this entire raid. I don't think they've ever done that again. The place is like, it really does feel like this huge lost empire type thing that you're going into. So it's very cool. And I guess tank twin emperors. That's uh, like, I like having responsibility in raid in some, some ways, but maybe I'm like, yeah, maybe, maybe, you know, I should have picked something that gets a bit more uh, time to shine. Cause I don't really care about being top of the damage. I just want to be uh, doing stuff that's useful. So tanking twin emps. I'm like, yes, put me in. Very good. Very sort of. good. And mates, um, you have done a lot of videos about a very specific issue in the game that has certainly not gone away in any way, shape or form, despite um, some attempts by Blizzard to address it. And that's the issue of bots. Um, you, you, again, uh, sorry, I, I keep referencing your videos because number one, I watch them so often. And number two, I was doing a bit of research for this interview, but you spoke about the bot issue again recently and not just, you know, obviously people should go watch that video if they want to find out what's going on. But were you surprised that um, now I think we could all say we knew they were probably going to come back in force, but were you surprised that after the big ban wave, it really didn't take that long for them to come back the way they have? Oh, I couldn't believe how many there were. <laughs> I actually could not believe it when I went and looked at it. So, I, you know, I monitor it somewhat frequently just to see how the whole thing's doing because you know, it is done in ban waves and blizzard's last ban wave they announced was feels like it was a couple of months back but uh, it was the only one wasn't it that we know of uh they released one that they said 74k and then like two weeks later another 40k oh okay okay and then um you know it was may or june it was, it was a while like ago a yeah, a while ago, ago. Now. yeah a long time ago now and um wow like the amount of sheer amount is crazy um since the start of august again uh i mean just hopping through a few servers looking in strat and seeing you know the slash who 50 people cap of ungilded mage druid priest yeah yeah in uh, it's crazy uh how fast they're able to get mm. back up but hopefully there's a band wave they mm. disappear and prices go back down and invest in righteous orbs now I was really interested in that rogue one that you pointed out in BRD as well. Were you fascinated to spot that? Uh, yeah, I was actually. I was uh, notified about that. Sometimes people DM me on Twitter or so on things mm. they've noticed, and I'm like, I have to take a look into that as well. Yeah, and yeah, the sheer amount of them. And I, you know, had a, did a little bit of research, tried to work out, you know, what are they doing? How much gold could they be making? Uh, you know, how is it worth to them? And I was also a bit surprised they were all level 60, considering their pickpocket. Uh, it didn't quite make sense. Um, but yeah, I think that, that might be the next thing in for a nerf, because they can sit in BRD all day, every day. They never have to leave. Farming gold. 
the bot situation and everything that we've seen and the, the potential for obviously real money transfers and everything that comes, you know, hand in hand with that. I know it was a hot topic about two months ago, I want to say maybe two or three months ago, around the time of those band waves that you've just been talking about. Um, there seemed to be a bit more of a buzz of, oh God, here it comes. We're going to get the token. It's coming. It's coming. And we haven't got it yet. Are you a little surprised um, that we didn't get it? Was the cynical side of you guessing we were going that way or are you sort of like understanding that, no, it was never coming to Classic WoW? I mean, I said, no, I'm kind of torn there because I, well, I did do a video on it or not where I said pretty much it. I wouldn't be surprised if it were in for TBC, but not necessarily just because of the bots, but because gold's in such high demand for being bought, like at the end of the day, that's why there's so many bots because people are buying it. And when you see things like, there was a post on Reddit the other day where a warrior in Blackwing Lair bought Drake Fang Talisman for 45,000 gold. It's ridiculous, okay? Mm. <laughs> 45k is unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, there's every chance that guy could have farmed the gold, but you know, if you if you hop on his account and you don't see a mage, then it's about as much investigation as you need to do, to be honest. Mm. Mm. Um, it's like 45k is an obscene amount of money, and you know that very likely has been bought and will be distributed among you know however many people are in the GDKP run at the end, and it's stuff like that. Um, the fact that you know gold's being so actively bought and then spread amongst legitimate players as well, who then occasionally get banned for interacting with people who have <laughs> bought gold, seems like it happens. Mm. Um, that's the side that sort of concerns me more and thinks, well, Blizzard might lean towards doing it because of stuff like that. Because clearly, people people do want to pay to win. You see people sitting in dungeon booths all day every day. Well, that's that's they're not, the... they're not playing the character like they, they just want to. It's, it's getting a boost on retail with more steps. That's one of the funniest things I've always found about the MMORPG community. Now, I please, everyone, before you send your hate mail, I know this isn't everyone, but like you just said, mate, it seems that people are relatively keen to pay to win in certain aspects. And yet when we get new games that come out, that have cash shops or pay-to-win aspects, we decry them. And, oh, that's not an MMORPG. That's not how you do it. This is bullshit. And yet, yeah. real money transfers in games like World of Warcraft Classic and the employment of bots and everything is rampant. I, I don't yeah. understand at times. Yeah, it's... Uh, I mean, it, it comes down to how good some classes are at making gold as well. I mean, warriors are like a gold thing that can't generate gold, so... Mm. That doesn't help either, but yeah, the, the it's a lot of uh, a lot of paying to win. But you know, people say it's within game gold, which is earned from somebody. But at the end of the day, most of it comes from one class, and a lot of it comes from bots. So hmm. it's Mate, still very restrictive. You do you mention the keyword there of warrior, and I'll, I'll pick up on that because I know you're going through your epic quest to get every class to sixty, and you've got your warrior and your priest left. How has the warrior experience been? Was it left till almost last for a reason? Um, I don't know, really. I just sort of pick classes as I fancy them. Honestly, with the warrior, once I finally finished, I'm going to sort of do a little, uh, I don't know, retrospective of how I felt leveling every class. Leveling one time on Horde as well. Quite different from Alliance, actually. But uh, the warrior, I have a main on the server, so I gave warrior gear. And it was kind of painful to level 30 because you felt like a, you know, a 
random quest mob that's auto attacking. But once you get a few of the abilities in there, get a decent weapon, it's actually it's actually pretty fun. Yeah. I it's agree. a lot better than I thought it'd be. Mm. Um and heartbreakingly you've you've left probably my equal favorite class in the game with Hunter till last in the priest. No love for the priest, mate. Yeah, I've done a few levels on it and uh, I'm in uh, I'm in Westfall at the moment as of yesterday, like level 15 or 16. Uh, I don't know. I can't really say there's any rhyme or reason behind it. Oh, mate. Mind what, Blast mind blast and Mind Flay, two of the most satisfying spells in the game. Yeah, I'll say back in vanilla, uh, Shadow Priest was like the other thing that I played apart from Hunter. And I loved it back then. So I've, like, I've recreated the exact character, the way they look, the name and everything on classic so that's that's pretty nice as well but priest seems really strong so far leveling like you barely even need to just shield up pop on a one yes there really easy class good stuff good stuff mate um i want to ask you about your your channel and, and content creation in general at the moment because it's something that you know i've already touched on and i've gushed enough about how much i enjoy your content but you are pushing videos out on a pretty regular basis. I think you're averaging about one every three or four days. And that's something that's been happening now over the course of a year for you. You know, I podcasted for a year and a half prior to the release of World of Warcraft Classic, and I was savagely burnt out and and stopped the pod a few months after release and have taken a six-month break. But not only did I take a break, it was quite notable that this void was created because a lot of the people that were creating World of Warcraft content, funnily enough, disappeared soon after release because they were playing the game. And and I guess if you do fall into the game and and there is an argument there that there's, oh, no time for content creation. I'm too busy playing the game I love. However, I really respect and, and enjoy the fact that you're still pumping out these videos. And have you found it odd? Um, you mentioned earlier sort of with me saying that it's a tough game to be in the content creation game. How has it been for you over the last year being a classic content creator? Uh, say pre-launch, it was, say I got fortunate, whether it's YouTube algorithm or I was doing something right, who knows. I had a series that did well. Then classic came out and the amount I did like dropped off quite considerably because like everyone else I'm playing the game all day, every day. Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, for my videos, at least I find they are better if I actually sit down and, and write something that I can read out, get my thoughts fully down, holy if and but, you know, I can fact check things. I think that's one of the big advantages with YouTube mm-hmm. over any, uh, you know, live streaming kind of thing, because you do have all the time in the world to make every single video exactly what you want it to be. And so, yeah, you should take advantage of that Mm. if you're on the uh, YouTube side of things. Are you referring to your Was It Any Good, though, series? Uh, Yeah, the initial one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched them all, loved them, mate. I'll tell you this much. I I don't, you know, if you're doing the old, um, uh, if I can say, uh, how do you say this, Um, it's, it's not you, it's me kind of thing because whenever you talk about deep dives on classes, you know, I, I noticed that they've got like half a million views on your channel. 
um, that it will get you the views. You know, when you the people want to know what class should I should I play, as soon as you start talking about all the other news items, it does seem that, and I saw this on the podcast as well. My my episodes that that clearly focused on the classes just prior to launch, like what you were doing, huge numbers in comparison to everything else. So people yeah. seem to you know where your bread is buttered there, yeah. Yeah, that's uh, I guess is the right thing to do, and uh, yeah. Since then, I well, I initially tried to stream at the start on Twitch as well, but I, I sort of I just couldn't find the time to do everything. Um, so I was playing the game anyway, doing the YouTube side of thing, and I thought, you know what, I'm just going to focus on trying to grow my channel because I was doing it basically full time since the game came out. Um, so I wanted to see if I could make it work as well, mm. and pretty much just carried on since then i mean it's not always uh it's not always easy to come up with uh, enough ideas or everything but yeah hopefully i can make some interesting stuff and sort of uh got my bit of a routine sorted now mm. what well, is on with that is the fire still well and truly burning are you happy to keep going into tpc and 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 so forth yeah yeah i mean i've um pretty much been playing the game every day as well i've been working on stuff in gaming as well as writing and recording yeah, getting footage and everything. Yeah, I've uh, I've been enjoying it. Still glad to be doing it, to be honest. Very it's, good. I mean, it's got it's got a lot better than expected. So, Very yeah, good. Don't ever be happy about that, mate. Um, in terms of what's to come with classic we've obviously got next ramus you know a little bit uh, further down the road, but not that far off. Um, if I could pick your brain in terms of uh, predictions and and whatnot. Uh, you know, when do you think we're getting next Ramos? Is it absolute? I still remember, you know, a, a bet that I made many moons ago now about whether or not next Ramos will be taken down within 24 hours. And, you know, I, I laugh about my answer to that because I said it would last longer than 24 hours. And now I think I'm a fucking idiot, but. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. Um, how IQ has gone? It's hard, hard to argue. Yeah, exactly, exactly. What, 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 when, when, if I mean, you know, many people are saying, what is it, uh, early December maybe for Nax? Is that what your guess would be? Yes, ish. Um, we know Shadowlands is, what is it, end of October? End of October, yeah. Yeah, I think, um, I think that, that was an important date to get out of the way. Yep. Um, there's no point releasing, you know, two huge things coincidentally, uh, you know, side by side. But um, I could see them doing sort of a phase 5.5. Okay. Where they have the Scourge Invasion stuff and pretty much all the hype up phase for Naxxramas, the new open world PvP objectives. So I think that's the two main new things. There's not too, not all that much, really. Um, and we'll have them go on for quite a while longer than they ever did in vanilla and then have Naxxramas, yeah, sometime around late December or so, mid-late December, and which mate, seems for in August feels about right. Are you raring to go for Nax? Is this uh, the last thing off the checklist for uh, the raids that you didn't, I mean, obviously the raids that you didn't get to, but is this something that, you know, you'd kick yourself if you didn't take a bite at? Yeah, I mean, Nax is the big one, isn't it? Mm. It's, uh, it's, so it all leads up to Nax, I mean, the single percentage of guilds that ever cleared the place or even saw the place in vanilla, oh. the, like the legendary difficulty and so on, four, the four horsemen fight, I want to see that. Tier three looks amazing. <laughs> and it's discontinued in a retail game, so unless you 
love grinding gold you don't get it yeah um yeah just everything about it it's gonna be great dare i ask i mean god what was the percentage back in the day it was something like one to one and a half percent that sornax um it's like ridiculously low what would we even think would be the percentage of the classic player base that will see it? I mean, are we? Are, before you say yours, let me say my ridiculous figure. It's got to be something in the realm of like thirty-five percent. Am I? Have I gone too low? I don't know. I mean, if you're talking about full clear, um, as opposed to you know get inside and kill. I don't know, first boss and the spider when mm. he called a new Iraq or Rakan, I always get mixed up. Um, a Rubrikan, isn't it? A Nubrikan. Yeah. Yeah, there's I get them mixed up. There's one in Wrath of the Lich King with a similar name. Mm. I, I never know. But yeah, I think I think thirty five percent sounds of you know about what it could be. Because I um a little a little bit ago I was looking at how many guilds managed to get a full clear who got a uh, who got a kill on Prophet Scarum in AQ. And that was just under fifty percent. Uh, went on to complete uh, to complete nine out of nine hmm. in AQ, uh, which is quite high in the first week, fifty percent. But that's sort of conditional on actually having the gates open. So that made it a bit different. Whereas with Nax, you just uh, where you get exalted with Argent Dawn, or just pay them some money and you can walk in. Hmm. So it's a, a bit different. But thirty five percent after week one, I could certainly see that happening. I think uh, it's, it's going to be a whole lot higher than like one or two percent. That's for sure, <laughs> mate. Um, as we go on the the home stretch now of the interview, if I could just say to you, is it easy enough for you to recall, or maybe you have to to you maybe have too many of these memories? But what would be your most positive memory as a player from World of Warcraft Classic thus far? Classic thus far, up one. So probably the guild versus guild stuff that happens on the way to raid. So I know we haven't really touched on PvP that much, which, mm. you know, I, I have one or two opinions about things. I Mate, go for it. Like go nuts. Because I wasn't sure if you yeah. were a big PvP player. Yeah, well, it's sort of result of circumstance, to be honest. Yeah. Of how I found PvP in Classic. But um, yeah, if I just go back to the previous one, the guild versus guild stuff, when you're going out to raid and there's 40 people, and you're all in Discord, and everyone's an engineer. You've got sapper charges. You see, like, the mages flying in. You bop them. They're, like, you know, going in the blast wave, frosting over, arcane explosion. You're throwing the dynamite in. You just, like, clear out a group that's, in, like, 50 or 60 players, but they don't have the organization you have. Right. And so you win, and that's uh, it's, it's amazing. Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen the um, the apes trip to Mountain Core from Phase 1. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where the, they all have, they all have, the they all have that quest item, Light of a Loon. All right. Um, just like a, it's like an it's a consumable. It gives you divine shield, basically. It's, right. It's nuts. And everybody in the raid has that. <laughs> and there is like this absolute roadblock horde of Black Rock Mountain. They just blast through them all. And I think they only lose like one or two people. It's amazing. Did you have a guild take over Black Rock Mountain on your server? Because I know on Aragal, in phase uh, phase one and two. There was, I mean, there might still be the case. There was one guild in particular that everyone hated because they would just seem to always have the mountain. Yeah, it's yeah, it was like that because um, well, I'm on Gehenna, some alliances minority. So yeah, phase two was real rough. Mm. Uh, you didn't go in there expecting to survive, mm. basically. Yeah, but uh, that's the thing, you know, you get your well buffs and then you just you just go in as a guild. Yeah, like if you know if you're gonna die, everyone dies, kind mm. of thing. 
you don't play to try and keep buffs. You play to try and win the fight. <laughs> hey, it reminds me. And on that note, Blade of Kill from Aragorn, you can all go fuck yourselves. But <laughs> the God, that was a, a phase two. I don't even want to go into those memories. But um, mate, back on the PvP side of things, um, you, I mean, you might well be like me in terms of um, I barely PvP'd back in the day and now I love it. I, I, you know, I'm not good at it, but I enjoy it a lot yeah. more than I used to. Have you found yourself embracing the, the, the sweatiness of PvP, if you will, in Classic? Um, I've given it a go. I just, I don't know, I can't, I can't really get into it too much. There's, um, maybe I'm just not playing the right class because if you're not prepared on a Warlock, nearly everyone can just roll you. Yeah. Rather unfortunately, even if you have decent gear, I mean, uh, people talk about the soul link spec being insane, but that's literally just doing 1v1s. Mm. And uh, I don't fancy spending 100 gold a week to occasionally win a 1v1. Yeah. Between going through that and raid spec, which is another thing, I'd put that respec cost for TBC, that'd be great. Mm. Um, but with the PvP side, the I mean, you've got Battlegrounds, uh, Alteric Valley, Alliance, you have a short queue, but the, the map is just god awful balance wise. Uh, board win like 90% of the games. And as a result, Alliance have far few players queuing in a, in a top of having less PvP oriented players mm. generally. So, Horde queues are over an hour. And then you go into Warsong Ultra, Raffi Basin, you flip a coin, and if it's pre made, you uh, you take the L. Mm. And that's, that's sort of been a bit of the problem with it. I mean, if I was a big PvP fan, I'd probably. Uh, Probably made a few more videos saying, "Why? Why is it like this way?" Mm. Are we going to see? Uh, it, it could so easily be better, you know. Are we going to see a Willy that turns his mind towards arena a bit in Burning Crusade? Um, probably not. I mean, I'm trans- I'm going to transfer a PVE. Okay, and and, and, and honest, no interest, no interest in arena at all. Um, I'll probably give it a look. Well, I, you know, I wouldn't expect to have the full. Uh, full sets or anything, or the uh, what is it? The shoulders you get from certain arena ratings. Yeah, weapons. I'm, yeah, I'm not too sure on it, but um, yeah, I was I was a big PvP on vanilla, but <laughs> that hasn't. It's actually been the opposite of what you said. Mm, okay, um, that's you like can... the majority I did by then. Nowadays, I find myself being much more of a uh, you know PvP type of player. Well, you need all the time to make these bloody videos, mate. That's that's understandable. It's all good. Yeah, I mean, I wanted to rank as well, but. I couldn't justify the time investment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's interesting. Yeah. You said, um, you know, in regards to making the switch to a PVE server that we also talked about a little bit before, um, is it the case that it, it's locked in, done and dusted, decision made? I am playing on a PVE server for TBC after playing on a PVP server for Classic? Uh, me, I think it's like 90%. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've, I've leveled all my elves there as well. That's another reason. Hmm. Um, in anticipation for that, but if TBC PvP servers are anything like I expect, I mean, word of word of sort of warning of what I think it'll be like for everyone listening in. If you are not into PvP for TBC, <laughs> you should not be on a PvP server because it will be crazy. Okay, there's going to be people with the you know the artisan flying 208 cent flight speed dropping out the sky to delete you. There's going to be level cap players in every single zone throughout the entire expansion because they'll be going to rope dungeons, they'll be going to raids, they'll be farming, um, you know, herbing, mining out in the open world. And even if you're level 17, you've been raiding a lot, 
someone else will drop in with uh, a full set of uh, PvP gear, they'll have resilience, they'll take less damage from crits, mm. less damage from critical strikes, they'll have a massive innate advantage against you. So mm. if you're not a big PvPer, I would be uh, a bit wary about staying on PvP for TBC. Mate, I, I couldn't agree with you more, and I'm going to find it really interesting because you've basically just said exactly what I'm doing. I'm, you know, PVP for classic and now I'm making the switch more than likely. Like I'm exactly like you. It's not hundred percent that the decision's been made, but it is absolutely far more likely than not that I will stick to my PVE guns versus PVP for TBC. God, that's a lot of vowels. But now, anyway, um, yeah. what I'm getting at is I'd be really intrigued. And this is something I'm going to talk about more on the pod later down the track really really intrigued on what percentage of the player base is actually going to follow suit in that regard whether or not it's um alliance players that simply are like nope i'm not fucking doing it i'm not being alliance on a pvp server for to, uh, for burning crusade they might make the switch to to um pve servers even horde players might just go you know what i'm fucking over it i'm and one of the greatest arguments that comes up is you go oh exactly for all the reasons that you just said pvp is everywhere outland is smaller people are running off doing a million things you will bump into people and you can't avoid it and people might shrug their shoulders and go what do i care if i bump into people i'm fucking awesome at this game i can handle myself well that's the problem inherently as well in that if everyone is great then no one is great there's got to be some order here you all all you sweaty pvp players who think you're the world's greatest world of warcraft player i guarantee you there's people out there better than you and they're fucking coming for you in the burning crusade i mean it'll be it'll be just like the all the top all the top players we've seen in vanilla like doing stuff which is completely ridiculous that will replay itself all over again tbc and uh yeah well pvp i mean i'm just the thought of trying to get dailies done which i want to because that's the kind of thing I want to get. I want to get my reputations to exalted. The thought of trying to get dailies done on a minority faction PvP server <laughs> in TBC. Like, I remember phase two. Nah, not doing that again. Are you still waking up in cold sweats in the middle of the night? Yeah. I was, I was, like, I was like, oh, landing at a flight path, you know, get ready for the gray screen. Here we go. <laughs> oh, yeah. dear. Mate, um. Is there any is there any one item, despite how how much you've been able to play this game through Classic, is there any item that's been eluding you up to this point or that you're still coveting? No, actually. Got everything. Um, Great. Yeah. <laughs> I've, got, I've got an Alfarin tier on my lock. I'm going to be using that to level 70 problem because the item is insane. Uh, on my Paladin, I've got Lokomir. Yeah, done. <laughs> Basically, I've got full tier 1 and tier 2 on both my classes. That's it, really. I just want tier three. All right, what about what's on the hit list? What's your most wanted item through AQ and Nax coming up? Um, for AQ, I suppose completing the... I do, I do like the tier sets, basically. Mm. So finishing those out. And as for Nax, Nax Ramus, um, I like the trinket from Saffron. Um, it's like talisman of ephemeral power, but it's got a passive bit spell power on as well. It's not the most exciting thing, but... Uh, it just adds a lot to your damage, so mm. pretty much looking forward to that. Uh, apart from that, it's just just the tier gear, really. Okay. Um, I just, just like having full tier sets. I think they're pretty cool. Very good, very good, mate. Last question before I let you go, and and that's simply, um, if you had to pick closest to the pin, 
a release date for Burning Crusade Classic that you and I have said we'd we'd better body part on effectively that it's coming. When do you say it would come our way? Uh, we, we'll have to make a bet. We'll, we'll have to put it. We'll yeah. have to put a, a few quid on it. Okay, um, I'll say sometime midway through May. Oh, you son of a bitch! All right, well, I'm I'm right around there. So I'll go. How about this? I'll say. Oh no, you're the guest. I'll let you go first, and I'll move around you. Let me let me have a look at the actual date. So how about? It will release on the uh, Tuesday, 11th of May. All right. I'll go. Oh, I think I had said, oh, I'll just go the, uh, I'll go the 25th to mix it up. I want to say the 18th, but no, I'll go the 25th. I mean, I, I'd said mid early uh, April previously, but you know, you need, you need a bit of that, that beta time where, uh, you know, streamers can hype the game up and stuff. And people like me, of course, hmm. looking forward to that. Uh, for a good month or two, so um, I could see it been around then. I, I I can't wait until I change my cha- my answer in a month anyway, and say oh it's coming in early April, late March. But yeah, I I I think that we're we're right around that window. I a lot of people are saying August, like two years of classic, and then go into Burning Crusade. Mm-hmm. I I do disagree with that. I, I just think that Blizzard is has all the interest in pushing this out sooner rather than later to maintain a bit of uh, the player base to, to move forward. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I mean, funnily enough, despite Classic feeling like it's quite rushed, it was at the start where not entirely too far behind Vanilla's release schedule at the moment. Um, but... Vanilla itself was divided up pretty much evenly up to AQ and post AQ. Whereas I don't think there's going to be enough for our classic crowd in the post AQ to justify that kind of time period. So I think it's going to be quite a bit shorter. All right. Mate, look, I think we'll wind it up there. And let me just say thank you so much for coming on the show. I, I really, really do appreciate it. I've been busting to talk about it, uh, talk about all of these things with you. Um, I, yeah, as you could probably see on stream, I had a few nervous beers. I mean, fuck, mate, I've met, I've, I've humble brag here. I've met celebrities. I've met, you know, Magic Johnson. I met the prime minister of Australia and all of this, but interviewing Willie, I was nervous. I had a couple of beers to, yes, absolutely. Mate. I love your work. But thank you so much for being Great. here, mate. No, well, I, yeah, thank you for having me on. I'm always, uh, always up to talk about classic or you know, wow in general. Really, it's uh, it's what I do, and I love doing it. Very good. All right, mate. Look, we'll have to uh, we'll have to talk later down the track. Maybe uh, when we do get news of Burning Crusade or something like that. But um, we'll stay in touch, and uh, by all means, just uh, don't don't be a stranger. Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh,
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.